Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Today, I want to talk to you briefly about BetterHelp. I am happy to announce that BetterHelp is a sponsor of this podcast. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional counselor. Listen, this is not a crisis line, nor is it self-help, but it is professional counseling done securely online from the comfort of your own home. This service is available for clients worldwide, and you can even express your desire for a Christian therapist. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and receive timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great matches, and they make it super easy to change counselors if needed. It is very affordable and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living your life happier today. So feel free to visit BetterHelp.com to read testimonials. That's Better. H-E-L-P, and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. I have great news for you. Because you are a listener of this podcast, Empower to Empower You, you get 10% off your first month. That's right. You get 10% off your first month, but you have to visit the link at HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash better help. H-E-L-P dot com slash be Wendy. I'll make sure to put this in the show notes. Okay, let's get to the show. Empower to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, anything to help you change your mindset and help you become the better version of yourself. I am your host, Be Wendy Bob. Hey, everyone. Hey, if this is your first time joining this podcast, this is not a mistake. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I got to share my whys with you, right? Because I have new people listening and I'm so, so thankful that you have decided to just stop by and listen to this podcast. So my desires, my heart desires is that by the time people have listened to these episodes, that they um, give their lives to Jesus or get closer to the Lord or read their Bibles more, increase their prayer life to increase faith. And as you can see, we definitely need an increase of a prayer life, including myself. Um, Hopefully people will engage in further development and even start investing in their mental health by starting therapy. I want you to know that just because I serve as a licensed clinical social worker and provide therapy on a weekly basis, this podcast is not a replacement to therapy. So if you know that you need therapy, please make the call. Please do what you need to do to find a therapist to help you unpack, to help you process If you look at some of my previous episodes, I talked about um, why do you need a therapist and and what is therapy? And I talked about some um, uh, content. I gave some content about therapy. If you have some questions about how to search for a therapist, you can also reach out to me as well. Have you listened to episode number 41 entitled Eight Simple Habits to Keep You Going? If you have not, would you do me a favor? You know what I'm about to say, right? Pause this one, listen to that one, and come back, okay? Those of you who are sharing these podcasts with other people, thank you. Thank you so much. A lot of you, um, I don't know for sure, but I'm believing that a lot of you are sharing these on your your social media platforms. You're sharing it with your friends, and I hope that's the case uh, because that's what I want you to do. I want you to share it. There are some of you who have been rocking with me since January 2020. 
hey, I thank you so much. Thank you for your support. I really, really do. If you have not, would you leave me a review? Would you leave a review of the podcast? Just take a couple of seconds. Don't have to be long. Just a quick review of the podcast. Anything that you're hearing that, that a takeaway that's helping you that has really encouraged your heart. You can leave a review on any of the platforms that you listen to. Uh, listen to the podcast. So if you have been listening to these podcasts, I really, really, again, thank you. I recently did a podcast entitled A Christian's Response to Depression. And let me tell you, that podcast was well attended. Like, I am so grateful. Um, I think as of today, I have more than 80, 80 plays. That means the podcast has been listened to uh, more than 80 times. That is amazing. So I want to welcome you to episode number 42 a Christian's response to anxiety. Ooh, y'all, my goodness. So many people have been struggling with anxiety, especially this year, okay? Many Christians struggle with anxiety, and you know what? The Lord knows that. He knows that you worry easily. He made you. He knows that you get frazzled easily. He knows that anything that changes, anything that happens out of your, outside of your expectations, you're freaking out. He knows that. That's why he says, be anxious for nothing, daughter or son, but in all things by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. But what do you do when you feel anxious? So I have to tell you, this podcast was inspired by some notes in one of my Bibles, and I just have to share that with you. Anxiety is made up of fear. We know this, right? And the behavior or the response worry. So anxiety, you have anxiety, you have fear, you have the behavior called worry. And anytime there is anxiety, usually there is fear. But fear is a natural response and a necessary alarm for us to perceive danger and protect ourselves. See, the way that we were designed, we were designed to walk in a pathway and let's say we are at the park, right? We're on this trail. We were designed to see a stick ahead of us and think it's a snake so that we can protect ourselves. As someone else puts it, we get a fear response even when we get when we run into a spider web or feel or think that we have been attacked by this huge tarantula spider, right? So the body gets in, gets in alert. But here's the thing, fear is a normal reaction or emotional response. Fear also may be felt over imaginations. I'm sure you've heard of the acronym false evidence appearing real. So fear is real, but there are times when fear is not real, when we're freaking out about things that haven't even happened. And this is where people live in anxiety. Anxiety keeps a person from relaxing. It's pervasive. It consumes a person's thought life. It can also interrupt, depending on the level of anxiety, it interrupts daily functioning. I've seen people struggle with anxiety where it interrupts their daily functioning, where simple tasks are now complicated, where they can't focus at work. They, it's affecting their relationships. Usually they worry about everything, and that's where a diagnosis called generalized anxiety disorder may be attached or associated. But anxiety may show up differently. For instance, what if, what if, what if? The, 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 the indecisiveness, the panic, the constant worry, the engaging in stinking thinking, those negative thoughts, right? Overconsumption of things are not going to work out. He's not going to like me. Or 
I'm never going to be okay. I'm never going to get married or just consumption of, I won't be able to pay my bills, just over consumption of negative thoughts, etc. And there are many types of anxiety disorders clinically, but I'm not really going to go there today. Today, I really want to share a story about of how a Christian responded to anxiety. Those of you who are believers listening to me, can we just give a shout out to the Lord of, to the Lord for his word? It has everything we need to walk triumphantly. So I want to bring your attention to a book, a chapter, Second uh, Chronicles, Second Chronicles. Y'all know I'm from the Caribbean, so I probably butchered that. Second Chronicles 21 to 12. Y'all, let me just first of all warn you, this is a power-packed chapter. So I'm going to paraphrase. I'm going to do my best to paraphrase. I'm not going to read the whole chapter to you today. So here we have this king named Jehoshaphat. And his messengers tell him that there is a vast, quote unquote, vast army coming to attack him and the Israelites. And the messengers say, said they are already at Hazardan Tamar or otherwise known as En Gidi. Now, let me just pause for a second. The word vast is telling a story and the word already is indicating something. The word vast indicates multitude, huge, massive, and already indicates proximity. Hmm. Think about that for a second. Have you ever felt like there was something vast coming to you at one time? One thing after another felt like a vast army, whether bad bad news or your vehicle stopped or test scores or business issues or family issues or marital issues, financial issues. It just seemed that anything else would just, anything else would just send you over the edge. And it almost seemed as if the vast and the already, like what were happening at the same time. And those things almost felt like it's going to make you break. And definitely they triggered anxiety and overwhelm. This is the setting I want you to imagine for Jehoshaphat and the Israelites. Verse three, check out Jehoshaphat's emotional response. He was terrified. The Bible says that he was terrified. What does terrified mean? Another word for terrified. Terrified means paralyzed with fear. Can you imagine? But check out his heart posture. Despite what he felt, pay attention to his actual response. He begged the Lord for guidance and he ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. People from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. I love this. Did you hear that? So many times when we are hit with something massive, we call our friends. We speak to the person or that person. But check out the first thing he does. He's truly feeling anxious. He feels petrified. But he turns to God first and then orders everyone to a fast. I can just stop this podcast right here because this has so much volume. Our response as believers is to first turn to God, the author and the finisher of our faith. No matter what goes on in our lives, he is still God. There is a psalm that I thought of while I was preparing for this podcast. And David says, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I In fact, that is the only place that I'd rather turn to first. You've got to read the story in 2 Chronicles because it's so good. But I just have to share, I got to share Jehoshaphat's prayer. And 
Verse 6 says, O Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. O our God, did you not drive out those who lived in this land when our people, when your people Israel arrived? And did you not give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? Your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name. They said, whenever we are faced with any calamity, such as war and plague or famine, we can come and stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored. We can cry out to you to save us. You will hear us and rescue us. And now see what the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir are doing. You would not let your our ancestors invade those nations when Israel left Egypt, so they went around them and did not destroy them. Now, see how they reward us? For they have come to throw us out of your land, which you gave us as an inheritance. Oh, our God, won't you stop them? We are powerless against these mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Whoa, what a powerful prayer. Now, the way Jehoshaphat prayed, we, we can learn a lot from. Number one, he praised and worshiped God for who he is, his character. Number two, he reminded God of his promises. And God says in his word that we are to put him, him in remembrance of his word. So when we pray, it is important to say, God, your word says. What, what happens? It confirms the importance of learning more about God's character by reading his word. Number three, he made it known that they are dependent on God and that they are powerless. And we have to remember that we are, without God, we are powerless. We are nothing and can do nothing. All of us need the Lord, whether we believe it or not, whether some believe it or not, because I do believe, I'm not going to say we, whether some believe it or not, we need the Lord. See, I, I, I love what happens next. And I, I really hope that you're, you're getting a lot from this podcast today. I love what happens next. See, the spirit, I'm just paraphrasing, the spirit moves, prophecy is given, and they that they would not have to fight. And the Lord would fight their battle. And they were given instructions to take their positions. Again, you've got to read the story. But here's another point to a Christian's response to anxiety. It's to remember that God always has a solution. God always has a solution. He sees every problem you're facing. But we are not to pray the problem. We are to pray the solution. See, whatever we are freaking out about, he always has the solution. He has a solution to the pandemic. He has a solution to your situation. He has a solution to your problem. He has the solution to everything. In fact, he has already worked it out spiritually. He's already worked it out. We have to align our perspectives with his. We have to decide to trust. We have to decide to acknowledge him. We have to remind him of his word and thank him in advance for working it out. Well, what do you mean, B. Wendy? What if we haven't seen it worked out? Thank him in advance. Remember what I read this, the scripture earlier? Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests 
be made known to God. That doesn't make sense to the mind, but you know what? As Christians, we walk by what? We walk by faith, not by sight. We have to thank God in advance for a way of escape. I remember asking God, Lord, I want a job where I have autonomy. I want accountability. I mean, I'm sorry, I want, uh, want flexibility. I want autonomy. I remember just consistently after I prayed, you know, there's a time for praying and there's a time for Thanksgiving. There's a time for praying and there's a time for Thanksgiving. The thing that you haven't seen yet, I bet I, if I were a betting person, I bet you just start thanking God for it. Lord, I thank you for my healing. I thank you for my husband. I thank you for my, my child's salvation. I thank you for healing my child. I thank you for restoring my marriage. I thank you, Lord, for, 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 for just whatever it is, right? Thank him for an escape. So my point is, God always has the solution. And we have to remember that. We have to remember to focus our attention on the solution instead of the problem. See, because the more we focus on the problem, guess what happens? The more anxious we become. This is a small example. I remember a couple weekends ago, I was working on a project and I was drinking a cup of hot tea and I moved my hand and the whole cup of tea fell on my MacBook. I just wanted to pause for a second. Okay. You know what I did? Surprisingly, I stayed calm. Now in my brain, I probably, in my mind, I... I probably was, I don't know what, I don't know, but I just literally kept calm. Looking back, I don't know how I didn't scream. I didn't like, oh my God, like I didn't do any of that. I stayed calm and I said, Jesus, help me. Help this laptop not to mess up because this is a new MacBook that I just I just bought in June and I have a lot of things on that MacBook for my business. And I'm like, please Lord, like I cannot afford, I've written a whole lot with this project and I don't, I don't want it to be lost. I'm not sure how I stayed calm, but I just did because I knew the Lord brought me this far and it he brought me too far for this thing to be destroyed. I somehow have learned how to stay calm in crisis moments, which is so weird, but I do. But I'm so thankful. You know what? I said, Jesus, help me. Did what I need to do. And today I can still access my MacBook. I could have responded anxiously. This is a very slight example. Notice what I said earlier. There are moments where we need to respond with fear because it's a normal response. But choosing to stay in anxiety, that's a choice. Choosing to be anxious about things that haven't even happened, that's a choice. Choosing to worry about what if this, what if that, worry about this and that, like, and it's making you feel anxious all the time. That's a choice. We choose what to focus our attention on. And as Christians, I just want to, this is not going to be a long podcast, but I just want to identify just a few takeaways, what I learned from Jehoshaphat. Number one, go to God first. Go to God first. Lord, this is not a situation. Whatever you need to say, say it. Talk to him as if I'm talking to you. Number two, pray the solution. God, your word says that whenever I ask in your name, it will be done. Your word says, God, that you cause all things to work together for my good according to those who love you and are called according to your purpose. God, your word says that now you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think or even imagine according to the power that works within me. And God, I'm asking you, right? 
pray the solution. But here's the thing. If we don't know the solution, this is an opportunity for you to get into the word of God more. This is an opportunity because if we don't make deposits of the word of God in our spirits, in our hearts, we won't know how to remind God of his word. And that's nothing. I'm not, this is no condemnation. This is just awareness and encouragement for us. Because the same thing I'm saying, I had to do it for myself. There are times when fasting is required. Fasting helps to, to, to really kill our flesh and help us to silence the noises of everything else and really get more in tune with the Spirit of God, with God's voice. It helps to discipline. It helps to humble us. And the third thing, Thanksgiving. 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 Right? Just getting in a habit of thanking the Lord. I promise you. You do it. That was one of the habits I talked about in the last episode. But the more you are thankful to God, your attitude changes. Your focus changes. The anxiety goes away. Your your mindset shifts uh, changes. The, the fourth point, remember this. God always works things out for your and my good, for our good. He always does. He always does. Right? Look at things in your life. When you thought things were not going to work out, some of you never thought you would be successful in your business this year, 2020, during a whole pandemic. We have been in this pandemic since March 15th, I believe. And some of you thought it's over. You're just not going to be able to, to write that book, launch that blog, launch that podcast, start your business, build on your business, get clients. Some of you really freaked out. How am I going to make money? And I bet if you were to look back, some of you are more successful this year than you've ever been in the last couple of years. If I am right, I, I dare you to send me an email. <laughs> I dare you to send me a message and let me know. I dare you to let me know, be Wendy. Oh my gosh, you are exactly right. At some point, when we focus on God's provision, God's abundance, Our response to anxiety is to focus on the solution, to focus on him and his words and his promises, because there's hope there, right? There's hope there. I know that I wouldn't have hope without that. The story in Jehoshaphat with Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 20 ends beautifully with praise and worship. Like literally God fought their battle. They didn't even have to fight. They just took their position. They didn't have to do the thing that they thought they had to do. This vast army was coming around the corner and literally because of the word of God, because of their their heart posture, they sought God and they didn't even have to fight after all. How many times do we freak out about all the things that we need to do when it was already worked out? It literally was already, it's already worked out. All they did was took their positions. They took their positions of praise and worship and God fought their battles. I know, I hope that this encouraged your heart today. I hope that there was something that I said that that really, really encouraged you. Seasons are shifting, right? A lot of things are changing right now. This is a very difficult time for a lot of people. This is a very weird time for a lot of people. But I just encourage you to stay focused, to stay focused. And let the main thing be the main thing. Stay focused. There are a lot of things that are provoking your anxiety. But remember, 
God always has the answer and he gave us everything we need to walk and live triumphantly. He gave us everything we need that pertains to life and godliness. He gave us everything we need. But if you don't believe Jesus today, if you've never accepted him as your Lord and personal Savior, I just encourage you to ask him to enter into your life. And it's a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I confess with my mouth that you are my Lord and Savior. I ask you to forgive me, cleanse me, and wash me into your precious blood. I invite you to be Lord of my life. Change my life. I confess with my mouth and I believe with my heart that I am yours and you are my Lord in Jesus' name. And that's it. That's it. And if you did that, if you did that, then then I pray that God connects you. The next thing is to get a Bible, connect with a church, a Word of Faith church, a church that, and ask God to lead you to the right uh, church community. Of course, a lot of churches are doing online services now. But ask God to lead you to the right church community that's preaching the word of God, that's teaching the word of God, the the word of God, nothing else, nothing else but the word of God. And if you did that today, hey, let me know so I can celebrate with you, so I can honor God with you, right? You can reach, you can connect with me at bewendybob at empoweredtoempoweryou.com or you can connect with me on IG, Instagram, at empowered, the number two, serve. I hope this was helpful. Again, I wanted to keep this really sweet and short to the point. I wish you a great week and I'll be back. Talk to you soon.